Welcome and bienvenidos to Higher ID, the podcast where we talk about all things instructional design and higher ed. We're your hosts, Christy J. Woods and Dr. Jess Seitler, and we are excited to bring you our next episode. Yes, we are so pumped because you are going to be coming along a journey with us today in this episode as we look to update our portfolios. And so we'll kind of give you a behind the scenes of our thoughts. And then we're introducing a brand new experience and opportunity for you all to join our community and update your portfolios with us as well. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, in a little bit, but first we'll um, kind of chat through our portfolios and what we're hoping to do. Jess, do you want to kind of get us started? Oh boy. So I'm super excited about this. Um, I'm also a little scared because my portfolio is not in the best state right now. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that. How long has it been since you've updated your portfolio? Oh, over two years. Okay, great. <laughs> and mine is over a year as well. So yeah, know that if you're listening to this, we have not been keeping up with our portfolios. And um, and that's okay. If you haven't been keeping up with your portfolio, maybe you're creating a new one brand new. Um, we're kind of all coming in here and ready to totally revamp. So know that this isn't just like, a, I'll put in my current position and move on. This is like a total revamp of portfolios. Yeah, I, um, so I, as you know, I went and looked, well, I peeked recently or a while back at my portfolio and I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> this I started before I be even became an instructional designer and it needs a total, well, there's some cool things that I do love about it. Some, you know, little elements here and there. I thought, oh my gosh, I've I've had, I've grown in leaps and bounds as an instructional <laughs> designer and worked on so many amazing projects and diverse projects um, across instructional design, not just building things, but also working on initiatives and um, had so many opportunities to really um, enhance and display my skills. And I'm like, these things should be in my portfolio. So yeah. Yeah, same, actually, because uh, I didn't start the portfolio before I was actually, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm a total <laughs> liar. I, I created this portfolio as well before I was an instructional designer when I was trying to transition into instructional design. And I mirrored my format based off of an instructional designer I had met, um, who's fantastic and still a friend to this day, Sarah Prossery, if you're listening, hello. Um and uh, not to say that her portfolio wasn't a great format, but it wasn't I, like I had no intention behind why I designed it besides the fact that somebody who is a current instructional designer has her portfolio look like this. And I'm just going to do the same thing she did. Um, but since then, I, one, have been in instructional design now. And yeah. two, I'm in leadership now. And so um, I want to also highlight same thing of what you're talking about, Jess, of like initiatives and project management and things like that as well. Um, and like what I, my leadership style and some of that stuff I have in there already. Um, but I also uh, feel like I have too much because I don't have like a clear vision or story that I'm trying to tell. It's just like a total mind dump. Yes. Like everything I've done, <laughs> you know, like here's my education, here's my work experience, here's samples, here's endorsements, here's 
you know, about me. I've got videos, I've got all kinds of stuff on there and it's with, with no intention. So I'm thinking like an instructional designer and I'm thinking, how can I backward design this? What's my goal for my portfolio? Right. Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And then yeah. I want to be able to kind of piece that from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, similar to the conversation we had in our last episode with Sarah. Yeah. I just, um, I was thinking about, you know, I, this isn't in a state where I want to share it with people because it doesn't really represent who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. And I want to be not only intentional, she, you know, she talked about the ABCDs of, of job search, but also <laughs> kind of the, a similar thought, you know, you really want to be intentional about your portfolio to represent who you are. Cause that is, well, it's, it's an artifact of representing your, not, not just your knowledge, but just so many facets of you as an instructional designer, your values, your um, growth and mm -hmm. uh, so yeah I'm I'm ready to talk about what we're missing and and what we hope to be doing yeah do so, you have a vision I'm curious if you've thought a little bit about it I still need to formulate I think I think I need to ruminate a little bit about what is the story I want to tell but I'm curious yeah. if you have kind of the beginnings of a vision that you're thinking about well, I do, and I think it really, um, I think I have to go backwards a little bit and tell you where it's at. Okay, yeah, let's let's start there. I can tell, I, listen, I can start there too because I have many things that I know that need to, <laughs> need to be updated. And you know what? I don't know how comfortable you feel about this, Jess, but I'm fine putting in my current state of my portfolio in the show notes for folks. Um, just so people can see, like, m mine truly is a total mind dump. It has no clear direction. It's too much information. Yeah. That's, like, where I need to start is, yeah. like, reducing the amount of, of information. But tell me about your portfolio, Jess. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I can share mine in the show notes, but. Okay. okay. Vulnerability. Advisory, <laughs> advisory note. It's in, in, it's in, it's in a little bit of rough shape right now. So. That's okay. Just, just to kind of start off, yeah, and 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 a good laughing point. I have two spaces. <laughs> yeah, it's just two portfolios. We were trying before we recorded, <laughs> just a, a little insider information behind the story is that we were trying to find our links for our portfolios <laughs> because we haven't looked at them that much. Um, I have, and I was trying to find the back end of mine on Google Sites, but Jess was trying to find it and she has two portfolios that yeah. need to be merged <laughs> yeah so um one was my initial portfolio that I started building um as a faculty member and I was just starting to take um courses in my master's of ed that included that master's certificate in instructional design so a master's of ed with that minor in instructional design with um, University of Wisconsin Stout. And so this is really the very beginning of what I thought instructional design was. And so um, I will say one thing I am appreciative about is the first page is bilingual. Yeah, you have welcome bienvenidos. Yeah. So and 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 I, I am I'm okay with the image too. Uh, I do think some of the elements in there are really representative of who I am. You got the cactus. I'm from Arizona. I live here. And and you have a little espresso, which I 
tend to be, if you ever meet me, you, I'm probably drinking espresso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so those are just like little things. But um, I have an about me page, which is really long. Yeah. And, we, and we've well, got them pulled up right now. So we're kind of looking at them together. Yeah. Not to dog on your portfolio, because listen, there are many things that need to be updated by mine, but it is a long introduction. You have to scroll a few times to get through it. Yeah. And uh, I talk about my dissertation, which not that my dissertation wasn't an important element of my life. And I love it. And I'm passionate about it, of course, because anybody, anybody who writes a dissertation or a thesis, you got to be a passionate about these topics. However, my dissertation was on medieval Spanish literature and educational practices, which are still relevant to my current job. Yeah. However, um, I don't know that um, most people, if they were interested in hiring me, if I were to share this as a job product artifact, um, I don't know that that would be relevant or something that it might be learn more about my dissertation or something because there is some interesting facets there um, academically uh, in terms of um, space and knowledge and space theoretically but it's yeah. not something that that someone's going to hire me for unless I'm a research faculty yeah and and I think too about just like uh, overall like learning design and user experience because it's so first of all text heavy um but yeah and it has no pictures of you. In fact, there's actually a picture behind it. it has like a um, it's like a bird's eye view of like a desk with the laptop and yep. phone and stuff. But there's a like a magazine to the right of it that has Result? like someone else's face on it. So like someone else's face is represented there, and yeah. you're about me and not yours. So yeah. Um, and then too, like it, I. I actually love like reading long detailed stuff like this and we'll take the time like I can remember back in my doctoral program when we got like our student handbook like I like read line by line because I just love that kind of stuff but like if you think about what the purpose of a portfolio is is to give a snapshot of who yeah. you are and that's not a snapshot right like nobody's right. gonna read all of those things they're gonna get lost in it really quickly so yeah yeah I hear you and and so kind of interesting as we think about just kind of the homepage and about me page. I had a bilingual video at some point in there and I have of me talking in English and Spanish about instructional design and I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, so we got to find that video or update it. <laughs> yeah, um, I do have learning design in there and I have some, um, I had a brief stint where I had access to um Articulate, Storyline, and uh, Rise. And I had made a couple of um, learning design projects, one on neuroscience, uh, because I have like a secret passion for neuroscience, mm -hmm. and one on Spanish, because let's just admit, I have three degrees in Spanish, so I definitely... <laughs> she knows um, her Spanish. <laughs> I know my Spanish. And then one was like a little dream project that says under construction, which is about medieval history and women making the change in the medieval medic Mediterranean and education. Um, that oh, you know what's funny, Jess, is that yeah. um, I recognize now that you've said because it's under construction that it doesn't have this stuff there. But I thought like the course was called under construction. Oh, so the way it's designed, <laughs> it's like in line with the other ones that have their names. So it's like neuroscience 101, 
SBA 101 Repasso and then under construction. Yeah. That's <laughs> why so it looks like that's the name. So it's like there's like user experience things too yeah. that we can like look at as well and get feedback on. Yeah. And speaking of user experience, uh, now I've not since I've built this one, I've learned how to code. Nice. <laughs> so, but I've also, as we've discussed quite a few times, I've researched quite a bit and designed and will be teaching this UDL meets UX design course um, <laughs> for senior undergrads and um, master's certificate students in the teaching and learning program at the university. Yeah. And UX is 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 quite a bit in my purview and, and that would be something I'd like to include. Yeah, you could totally include that. And then it would be a great like more recent project. Yeah. Um so and and so I have quite a few projects and I'd um get rid of I have three listed on here and only two that are developed. And obviously in over the last two or three years I've done just a huge array of projects, um, but a few that I'd really like to highlight in terms of OER, H, uh, bilingual stuff, but more um, like um, OER, bilingual stuff in German and English, as well as Spanish, and um, but also HSI work um, that I've been doing. So I just feel like, and even my teaching has, well, why does my teaching? Your teaching is under construction. And, and it, also, um, I'm not, not to point out again. I'm not trying to be nitpicky here, but your links to your articulate are don't work anymore because you don't have that articulate software anymore. So, which is such a yeah. bummer. I wish that it like stayed live because I have the same thing. When we go, when we start looking through my portfolio, you will see many a broken link. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I didn't even know if those worked anymore. And, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they don't. I think last time I checked, they did work. So that's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, like my teaching is under construction. I've been teaching for 30 years. That would be easy for me to complete, mm -hmm. um, obviously. And I do want to, I do want to include that. Um, I do think it's relevant because um, oh, yeah. as, as a designer, it, it is relevant, um, mostly to represent the diversity of courses from undergrad freshman and now the Univ 101 um, course that I've helped establish the bilingual courses uh, for entering freshmen and um, just some, even the UDL meets UX design, right? And and then presenting. Um, so yeah, I think there's basically a full rebrand and well, I don't know if it's a full rebrand, but a full redo of my portfolio. I think um, it's a rebrand. I yeah. think it's a rebrand. Yeah, okay. because even um, I would say like in, in the time that you and I have known each other, which has been a few years now, which is wild. That's crazy. Um, it's been a few years. Even in that time that I've known you, it has been a rebrand of how you think about yourself yeah. as a multilingual instructional designer, as a leader in HSI initiatives and, you know, those pieces as as an expert in UX design and, and yeah. you know, like those pieces that you've been kind of hinting at through this are not present. Um, they're not if, if they're present they're like not the focus like it's yeah again it's I think it's the same kind of issue with my portfolio and I'm willing to bet so many other portfolios is that it's just like everything you've ever done 
Mm -hmm. Am I trying to get some sort of like something to show for yourself on that portfolio, even if you've done other amazing things? But um, who you are and how you want to like represent yourself, I think has evolved. Yes. For you especially. And I think that that is a rebrand in your portfolio of like, what is your vision? Who are you hoping like when somebody looks at your portfolio, what are they? What are you hoping that they'll get out of that, right? And that's like yeah. that backward design piece of like, what's your vision? What's your goal? And how can we make that happen? Yeah. Um, and we've talked about this before with Maddie um, <laughs> about instructional design as leaders. And there was a recent article, which I will share in the show notes, talking about instructional designers, not only as leaders, but leaders because of our ability to really network the network thinking right systems thinking right mm -hmm. and and where i'm going with this is that um when we look at our portfolios there there's a system um and the way rep we represent that system is uh our unique skills yeah and so we have a way that all of these niche skills possibly connect and some of them may be really common skills but all, a combination of how all of these skills connect are or what represent you yeah it's and, your it's your identity it's like yeah. your brand yeah yeah and um so i don't think obviously that's not represented in my portfolio and i I'd, I'd, I'd like to definitely represent that and i when i'm thinking about like what what are a couple of the the areas i'd really like to emphasize one um, just bilingualism, inclusive design, mm -hmm. UX design, mm -hmm. um, as as well as leadership and initiatives. And just, yeah. there's more. I need to I need to write it down. But I, I guess that's where we're starting, right? We're going to be yeah. leading a project, and just kind of to finish off, my secondary site, yeah, um, <laughs> is was. So the first site was in Wix, which I'm okay with it being in Wix. Mm -hmm. um, but my second was in Google Sites. And what it was, what, which I'd like to pull that in as a project. Yeah. Um, but my secondary site, which is a little more recent, was actually a project-based learning site where I walk someone through uh, or a learner through um, design thinking. Mm -hmm. what, what design thinking is, uh, learner personas, um, driving questions. And um, so I actually am decently proud of this project. There's, you know, there's always iterative changes I would make to it. But um, I would really like to be able to somehow include that as one of my projects, even though it's a site on its own. Um, I'd like to be able to include that as one of my projects um, for instructional design. This was a per this was a personal project. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I think yeah. you can definitely include it. Yeah, and and so tell me now. Let now let's look at yours. <laughs> You're like stop. Let's stop focusing on my all the things that I've updated on my portfolio. Um, yeah, so I've got my portfolio pulled up here. Um, like I mentioned, my I wasn't like thinking about what is my overall brand or my vision or what I hope people to get from my portfolio. I truly was just mimicking another person's portfolio. And mm -hmm. um, 
And I'm really grateful for that because I think that like those examples are helpful, especially if you don't have a portfolio to start with. And I haven't updated it in quite some time either. So I've got um, on the home page, it's got like a quick um, introduction video and um, and then like some quick links to get to things so like email me, LinkedIn, Twitter, which isn't even a thing anymore. Um, and then like links to like my experience, samples, endorsements, et cetera. Yeah. This video I'm pretty sure is um, from 2000. 21 i'm pretty sure it's it's all it's a couple years old for sure at the at the least um and it, like i talk about like a, a recent project blah, 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 and it's like this is no longer recent it's been years since i did that um it's a great video i think but um it's kind of like an elevator pitch or like who am i what's important to me and sharing a project okay. um so it's a good video but it needs to be updated um and then like I said, I have way too much information um, and it's not like a clear user experience besides there's tabs at the top, but there's lots yeah. of sub tabs um, and they're hidden pages. So you have to like know where to go to get to everything. So um, my about page, I think is okay. I, again, I, I think I need to work on my branding too. Um, it's and it says I'm an, a current instructional designer from the last place that I worked at. Yeah. It's not true anymore. So, you know, it's just outdated. Um, and then I put like my strengths um, from the strengths finders, some skills, some tech that I've used. So I don't think it's entirely horrible, but again, just needs, I think, a little bit of a revamp. I don't know. What do you think? I'm, I'll stop and pause and you can give some feedback too. Well, I, I will say that I love that we both have a little affinity for cacti or succulents. Yeah. When I when I made this at the time I was in Arizona <laughs> too. So um I so I'm telling you, I also had a little introduction video on my front page and I, I have no idea where it went. Uh, <laughs> so that's funny. But I, I, I will say um that yours looks a little more quite a bit more polished than mine. I appreciate your LinkedIn on there. I, di I didn't even have LinkedIn when I made mine. Uh -huh. uh, so it's been a while. Um, but no, I mean, there's some really nice things. Um, I, I do feel there's a lot of information. So a little bit of cognitive overload if, um, but it's a lot of information. So it, I think it's the information there is good. But um, I wonder if the I'm, I'm just looking at the tabs. I wonder if there's a way to like limit the tabs or make yeah. make so it's kind of like when we're teaching uh, when we're building courses for our students. It's like these are the things I want you to see and want you to go through. If you're curious, here's more. Yeah, and, yeah. I yeah. and I have a more tab, which is hilarious because it's <laughs> already. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six yes. other tabs before yeah. more. So seven with more. And there's, again, sub, there's um, hidden pages within those tabs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I agree. I think it's a little too much information. It's I think it's good information. It's just, yeah. again, what am I trying to get out of this? And, and how can I, like, focus my efforts there instead of, like, I have a whole education tab that has, like, highlights from my coursework and like 
papers and stuff and and there and like um yeah of course papers is funny multimedia projects i have like videos and stuff that i did or or um infographics that i did as a student still and you know that's okay but i i don't think it's like to me it's not a focus anymore like now i can just speak from my experience about the initiatives that i focused on and um kind of go from there instead of like necessarily sharing like papers and stuff (laughs) yeah but i i mean yeah i i will see about the tabs i would cut it back because as i come in i'm like ooh, lots of it's like skittles so many colors so not and it's i'm not saying there's so many colors in your in your um in your portfolio but just so many options and yeah so as i don't know where to focus i'm like where does she really want me to go yeah Uh, yeah, but, but I, 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 but I think you have some really nice information in here. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like mine is totally underdeveloped. And I think once I got a job, I was like, well, and <laughs> yeah, the last time I updated this was when I was looking at leadership positions. So I did add in a, I added a tab instead of taking any away, um, but I added in a leadership tab. And it has like my leadership philosophy, how I lead in some strategic initiatives that I've been a part of or led, um, which I think is great. And I want to have something like that. But now I think I can have like more specific examples or newer examples. Um, Yeah, I think that's like a thing. And I've got like two different tabs that one's experience and one's samples. Yeah. I almost because I also have a resume tab. Okay, again, it's the same information in multiple places, and that makes yeah. it so that people miss that information because it's too much. So I, while my experience tab I think is nice, um, I think it is um, basically a repeat of my resume in a lot of ways. It might have like I'm looking to see in some of these. Yeah, it's totally a repeat of my. Um, well, some of it, my, well, actually there's one page that's like kind of nice. It has like workshops and stuff, but it's not clear why I have a samples page and an experience page Yeah, when the experience is a lot of the same information on my resume, which is already a separate tab. And then samples are like samples, right? So like I could have, I think I could get rid of the experience or rebrand it as the samples and just have one of those instead of having both. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I've got the same thing where I've got some, uh, like, I think I have an articulate course that expired in here. Actually, I just recently got rid of it. So um, know that I, not because we were looking at it. <laughs> I don't want you to think I came in here and cleaned up before we talked about it. But um, like a few months ago, I had the articulate um, rise link directly to the rise platform and i just have a pdf of it um, which still shows that i can use that but it's not like the best like i could do more with that now yeah yeah so yeah so anyways it's a lot of information and it's not clearly organized organized in a way that's helpful for people to find the things that they want and some of the links i'm using google sites for my portfolio as well and um some of the links while they still work are um they like look broken or they like have that like triangle like exclamation 
sign on it because um, it's embedded weird, essentially. Yeah. So, like, I have uh, um, a sub tab of, like, articles and stuff that's linked out to a bunch of things I've published. And um, they all look like they're broken, but they're not. So it just, like, looks not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anywho, I think I have too much information. I think it's repeating in places it doesn't need to repeat. Um, I want to update. I have an endorsements tab, which is essentially like a bunch of people who have like endorsed me. Um, the same way you can think about like LinkedIn, which I love, but I need to update it. I haven't updated it since I worked at ASCO, which is oh. several years ago. <laughs> so um, all my people, I think, are from ASCO. I think every single one of them are from ASCO. Yeah, they are. Um, so I want to update that with new endorsements, which would be lovely. And yeah. I have updated some, I have a professional development tab too of all like the things that I've done to upskill and I, I do like that tab a lot too. But again, it's just way too much information. That is what, yeah. if, if you're taking anything away from my portfolio, it's that it's got too much and um, nobody is realistically going to spend that much time looking at that uh, in the way that I would want them to anyway. So I need to pare it down. And really think about like who am I? What's my brand? What's my vision? For Which sure. for me is um, focusing on learner experience, um, which I think ties really strongly with inclusion and Literally. accessibility work. Um, yeah. So both of those things are really important to me. And then like my leadership capabilities yeah. and leading through um, servant leadership and really empowering my supervisees and the folks that I lead on a team to be their best selves so I want to have those like things at the center of my portfolio and they're not either yeah so even though it may look a little more polished it still doesn't sell a story in the way that I want it to um so and, that's my thought yeah yours looks a lot more polished and recent uh but I but I will say kind of as a great I don't know if I'd call it a great, I don't know if I'd call it a great sample of failing, but like (laughs) mine might serve as a great sample of a a faculty new to instructional design that didn't have almost any time. And I never went back any time to develop the portfolio. Yeah. Um, I just didn't spend the time on it and I didn't really have much time to spend, spend on it. And then I got a position and I, I guess I just never look back. Um, and <laughs> so, it, it, yeah, I'm basically building from scratch. Uh, I'll have to do a backwards design and, and goals, looking yeah. at my goals and, and redo the whole thing, honestly. Um, one note about yours that I was going to say, again, yeah. I, I think yours is much more polished, so much better example of an instructional design portfolio than mine. However, um, I was wondering, like, I feel like you could combine your education and resume um, to one tab, like as a drop down or that. Yeah. I almost want to get rid of my education. I'm going to be honest. Like, I just want to take it out because it's already on my resume that I have yep. those degrees and the projects and stuff aren't more valuable than the experience I already have and the projects that I could focus on there so to me it's not really adding anything um so yeah I think I I might just take 
the education tab like completely out. Yeah, I I, I understand that. Um, however, I love your I love that you have a samples page because we need a page of samples. Obviously, if we're yeah. going to be in learning instructional design or a leader in instructional design, it it's great to show you show to demonstrate that you can do instructional design on a broad mm -hmm. range of topics. And, um, and also I kind of, uh, not only that neuroscience, it's, it's kind of really a beautiful and interesting split, which makes me love instructional design is you have, you have a creative side, you have this opportunity to be artsy and, and creative. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you're like neuroscience and pedagogy and, and, design process and and thinking about all those things so you're really combining some beautiful elements mm -hmm. in there and i think you can the samples gives you the opportunity to showcase that you can combine those skills yeah i agree yeah i i think there's still some samples that are really relevant there for me like um one of the like most impactful initiatives i was part of was an inclusive teaching fellowship at arizona state Absolutely. and um I like have like, you know, example video and um, some information about like how it was funded and like it was a big initiative to kind of work on um, faculty readiness for inclusive design um, and then like start to develop with them from there. Um, so I, I think that that's like still a really relevant thing to keep in there, especially for the branding of really focusing on inclusion um yeah that that makes sense to me for yeah. sure and yeah i i think so if i had to today tell you what tabs i'd keep i would keep obviously home yeah um i'd keep about but i'd have my resume on about yes mm -hmm. um right now they're separate tabs i would not keep my education tab um because it's all the same information on my resume yep I would keep my leadership tab, but I would add to it of like initiatives and things like that that are I've led and are more important. Um, and then I would um, get rid of my experience tab and have it just be samples. Yes. Um, and then like have that tie back to my resume. Because again, my experience tab isn't anything that isn't already on the samples. It's the same information. Um, so it's not like telling bigger story um and then i really still love my endorsements and professional development and they're right now underneath a more tab so i think i'd probably just keep that more tab yes. as is um because that's like if somebody really wants to like dive in a little bit deeper you can kind of see like where i'm focusing and what's interesting to me and all that jazz but yeah so it would be a home about leadership samples and more yeah I, I like that because you've cut it back quite a bit, but you've also left some space if someone wants to dig or be more curious and yeah and and read some more. And when thinking about the job market and how we use our portfolios, um, sometimes I've heard a lot. Sometimes uh, it's it's just about the right fit, and that oh, can, yeah, and or hopefully it's about the right fit, right? Um, right. And I think some of the that extra information can really identify um you know some of those things mm -hmm. for for someone who's interested in looking into that um, yeah yeah so so let's talk next 
Yeah. So you heard us gab about our portfolios, what we want to do with them. Um, But we want to do a sprint. We want to build a higher ID community where we have co-working sessions, accountability sessions, and sprints. And we want to offer up an opportunity to come together as a community and redesign our portfolios together, you included as a listener. So um, just let's chat about what that means. Yes. Okay. So we are starting the Higher ID community, and this will be a sprint to work on, redesign, start from scratch portfolios. Yes. Yeah. You know, sometimes people wait until the new year to kind of start something and, you know, New Year's resolutions. We want to get this done before the new year starts. So um, we're thinking of um, having the sprint be two weeks long, December 11th and going through the 22nd. So it's in between um, some of those holidays that are occurring for folks. Um, Not all of them, right? Because it's it's a hard time at the end of the year with lots of holidays happening, but it's in between some. And it's a two-week sprint with three co-working sessions. You want to chat about those, Jess? Yeah, we're planning um, three meetings, December 11th, 18th, and 22nd. And the first meeting, uh, we'll have a co-working session where we go through goals with whoever is um, joining us so we can all discuss our goals, how we want to update our portfolio, or if if someone's in the case of just starting a portfolio, how they want to start their portfolio, and what process are, um, you know, each each person is what process is each person going to be using to do that right yeah yeah Yeah. so we'll we'll chat about that we'll have co-working in that um space and so if you're new to co-working you're not familiar with co-working essentially we'll come in we'll chat a little bit about what's our plan of action for that co-working session and then we'll um mute and go into breakout rooms and we'll do the work ourselves and so we're not um having to brainstorm or talk with anybody we'll just have some dedicated time to to work on our stuff and then we'll bring you all back into the groups and um allow you to kind of say like here's what i worked on here's what my plan is going forward for these next two weeks so that that'll be the first session second session what's what's that about jess okay so um december 18th uh, we'll have our second session. So that gives people um, the previous week and weekend to get their portfolios up and, and started. Um, so that is that a Monday? Is the 18th a Monday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So December 18th on a Monday, we'd um, have a check-in on our goals, discuss how are things going. Um, we can do some more brainstorming and, and do some more co-working. Yeah. Yep. So co-working in that session as well, give you some time to work on it. The expectation though, um, isn't just to come on the 11th and the 18th and work yeah. and no other time, right? You're going to have to put in some time to create, update, refresh your your portfolio. But at the very least, we've got some accountability of folks who are coming in together and saying, hey, I, I am going to do this with you with and you. doing it in real time. So I love that. And then we have our third session, which is on December 22nd. Yeah. And so that's our retrospective or reflection period where we discuss how did it go? What were the updates that we made? And an optional sharing for feedback. Yeah. So 
Hopefully you will have made some updates. You may not have made all those updates in two weeks, but then we can do some breakout rooms, get some feedback and kind of share out like, hey, here's where I started. Here's where I'm at now. Yeah. And um, and yeah. And and also we haven't mentioned this yet, but it's all free. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, I was telling Jess, I was like, this isn't just out of the kindness of my heart. This is like something we both we we just talked about all the things we need to update. Oh, our yeah. Portfolios. No, this is... We need to do this, too. And so yeah. we thought like, hey, besides just doing like an accountability buddy with Jess and I, For we sure. open it up to our community and see who else wants to do this kind of work with us. So, Yeah. There's no obligation. We'd love for you to be involved in those three co-working sessions and sprint to update your portfolio too. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is include in the show notes a Google form um, for people to sign up so that we have your contact information and can include you in the group. And we are also um, creating a, a private LinkedIn group for this process, for this accountability, because we do have those three meetings, but we also think it would be really great to have that shared space to collaborate, ask questions um, outside of those meetings. Because sometimes you run into a snag, a, yeah. a barrier of some some sort, and you're like, I just need like a second of feedback, or I just like, this is where I'm at. Anybody have any recommendations? And 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 so hopefully there'll be somewhere someone in the group that can like look at it and give feedback. So we're going to be creating those spaces. Um, so the sign up with the Google form and the LinkedIn group. So we will be asking people to share their uh, LinkedIn profile so we can invite them to the group if they want to join us. Yeah, totally. So um, when you sign up, you'll get added to our three calendar invites. And the LinkedIn group, and then um, we'll just ask that you hold yourself accountable to attending those and to really putting in the time to work on your portfolio. Know that what you get out of it is what you put into it. And yeah. um, at the very least, Jess and I will be there. We'll be updating our stuff and doing the sprint. So we hope that you join us and and know that you know everybody's portfolios, whether it's updated recently or it's not yeah. been updated in one or two years like Jess and I's or you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Everybody has room to grow and to improve. That's what design thinking is all about. Yeah. Um, so you're welcome here. Um, I hope it's a vulnerable place where you can feel comfortable and safe and can get some good accountability, some good feedback and yeah, just get to hang out with us. Yeah, I am. I'm super excited. One, because I, I I really get a lot from co-working and communities of practice. Me too. And two, it's like something that I've been putting off and sometimes I just need that accountability yeah. to, to do it. It's not that I can't do it. I just need some accountability to like, here's the due dates, my friend, mm -hmm. and uh, to kind of just like push me. You know? Yeah, same, same. And if you have ideas for other co-working sessions or want to get oh. more involved in the higher ID community, let us know. We are all yeah. ears. Um, but otherwise, anything else we want to share before we jump off, Jess? No, I, I I think that's pretty much it. I, you know, everybody's welcome. And yes. yeah, this is just a free COP um, that we're going to be doing just for a couple of weeks before the holidays, end of semester before the holidays, kind of yeah. in, that, in that break. Yeah, everyone's welcome, whether you're an instructional designer or not. If you want to yeah. update a portfolio, create a portfolio, 
We're happy to have you. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. We hope to see you soon at the Higher ID community. And uh, we'll see you on our next one. Bye. Adios. Adios.